let's get to five rampant mortgage myths you'll hear these days, and then I'm going to take some time to shoot holes in all of these uh, these crazy myths. We're going to have some fun with this today. Hope you're along for the ride. And you know, listen, you really want to be along for the ride. Join us at the Foreclosure Deals Coach Insiders Group. Just request access. It's fast. It's fun. It's free. And we're going to talk about more of these mortgage myths because we're dealing with this stuff in real time right inside the Foreclosure Deals Coach Insiders Group. So on Facebook. So let's get things going. Myth number one, everyone qualifies for low interest rates. Well, let me tell you, that is not the case, okay? It goes on to say, though, that, you know, when you got rates at 2.88%, it seems like because, you know, rates are low, everybody's going to get that rate. It's just not the case, guys. See, the rates are much like that 0% interest deal up at Cadillac, like, only the best of credit is going to qualify for the best rates. Right. Now, I don't want to dispel, make you discouraged about that. Check, check, one, two, one, two. Turn, turn it up, turn it up. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The tides are turning, the time is now. You're home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to invest in foreclosures. Don't you dare buy a house, buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. Right now, yeah. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. This is your host and Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum, broadcasting live from our downtown Denver studios with my executive producer and the guy that makes me sound so good, Mr. Jonathan Winston. How are you, man? I'm good, man. I am, uh, well, I'll be honest. Uh, Please be honest. Please be honest. You know, we've all, we've all been kind of dealing with, uh, you know, being at home and kind of being stuck at the house for uh, the last few months. And I'm not going to lie, man, I'm tired of working from home. You know, I kind of, <laughs> I, 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 need a, I need a switch, man. I need, I need to get out of the house and, uh, you know, get, get away and, you know, kind of get my mind thinking in a, in a new pattern uh, outside of my, you know, familiar surroundings. Absolutely. So, um, I w- was actually talking with a friend, um, and we were just uh, kind of going over some conversations that me and you have potentially had about um, the prospects and the futures of like commercial real estate and like yes. office space and different things like that. Okay. Um, you know, uh, potentially with all the people that are working from home now, you know, how is that going to change as we, you know, get to the other side and, you know, just the, um, you know, the necessity of, working in office as people re- re-examine that. So yeah. uh, I am, I know I know me personally, I'm uh, keeping my eye out for some nice office space slash, you know, podcasting studio area, you know, something cool that we can get into. But And video production too, right? Because yeah. we're, we're doing a lot more, you know, with our, our interviewing stuff. We're interviewing people on the Zoom meetings. And we appreciate you guys tuning in for those. But yeah, I agree with you, man. I think and what's really cool is uh, it's going to be cheap. Like I think yeah. you're going to see a really inexpensive commercial space is going to become prominent because a lot of businesses who shut down during Corona, some of them won't come back at all, unfortunately. Um, others will come back, but have realized they don't really need all that office space, right? They can they they were able to function from home relatively effectively. So, but I'm with you, man. I, I miss the camaraderie of the office. I miss. Uh, I miss people working together, I guess, co-working in shared spaces and just the energy you get from that. It's hard to maintain that energy from home, right? It's definitely a challenge and um, like you were saying, the camaraderie and just, you know, 
uh, the motivation. You hear somebody close a deal or, you know, set up an appointment or in the cubicle or right across the way, man, that's going to motivate you to get up and get after it. So Absolutely, absolutely. And when, we were, when I had a, a big office, I had a team of 12 people, we had a bell right at the center of the room, right? And every time somebody set an appointment or got a sale, they'd walk in and ring the bell and everybody would cheer and applaud. And you, you can't replace that from a work-from-home space, right? There are certain things that, that, that required, that productivity requires, which is energy that I don't think you can replace with this work-from-home system. So it will be very interesting to see where that goes in the long term. Hey, let's get to it. Um, our article is actually also our show today. Um, there's a article on Realtor.com. As always, we'll be posting that to the show notes. But the title is Five Rampant Mortgage Myths You'll Hear These Days Completely Debunked. Right, And of course, we're going to give you the foreclosure deals coach spin on these myths because that's what this show is all about. But check this thing out because a lot of people with rates as low as they are, they're all kind of out there hunting for mortgages. You've got, I have a friend of mine who does our photography. He's been in underwriting to buy a property for two and a half months. Okay. What? Yeah. The mortgage brokers are so stupid, overwhelmed because when there's all this 2% money in the marketplace, there's a ton going on. This kind of activity, though, leads to a bunch of, let's say, hullabaloo as to what's actually happening in the mortgage market, right? <laughs> uh, okay. I don't get to use hullabaloo, hullabaloo on this one of those words you don't hullabaloo, get to use. Hullabaloo, bonanza, you know, these, <laughs> these last few episodes, we're coming up with some quite the vocabulary. Right hey. Now. This is what it's all about, man. It's words. Words are powerful. <laughs> okay. So let's get to five rampant mortgage myths you'll hear these days, and then I'm going to take some time to shoot holes in all of these uh, these crazy myths. We're going to have some fun with this today. Hope you're along for the ride. And, you know, listen, you really want to be along for the ride. Join us at the Foreclosure Deals Coach Insiders Group. Just request access. It's fast. It's fun. It's free. And we're going to talk about more of these mortgage myths because we're dealing with this stuff in real time right inside the Foreclosure Deals Coach insiders group so on facebook so let's get things going myth number one everyone qualifies for low interest rates well let me tell you that is not the case okay it goes on to say though that you know when you got rates at 2.88 percent it seems like because you know rates are low everybody's going to get that rate it's just not the case guys see the rates are much like that zero percent interest deal up at cadillac like only the best of credit is going to qualify for the best rates. Right. Now, I don't want to dispel, make you discouraged about that. If you don't get the 2.8, or I saw a rate the other day at 2.375, and I about lost my mind. I'm like, I wish I could whistle. because I Seriously, man. I, I, would, I would sever my right. Anyway, for a 2.375 rate, that's, that's crazy. But not everybody qualifies for that. People with astounding credit and in great circumstances. One great example of great circumstances, the VA loan. If you're a military guy, uh, just by virtue of qualifying for a VA loan, you tend to get the best rate, if not, you know, not really close to the best rate for as an exchange for serving our country. It's one of the great things they do for it, but you got to use it, man. Okay, but for the rest of us, not everybody qualifies for these super low interest rates. Your credit score is one factor. They do want to see a FICO score at 620 or better, but even then, that's not the only thing. Okay, sometimes the down payment is going to kick in. Right, the type of home, believe it or not, can factor into interest rates. Condos, by design, are deemed to be a higher risk than single-family residences for the lenders. Why? Because when the condo market goes south. All of them go with it. 
Okay, I, one of my favorite places in the world to live is, was the Spire Building in downtown Denver, Colorado. I had a condo on the 42nd story. Okay, so I'm looking across way up the there. way up there across the entire city. I loved it. Okay, tried to get. We were looking to buy one really pre-coronavirus, and in a way, thank God we didn't get qualified for this loan because just after we were looking at this million-dollar condo, the market w- took a real dive courtesy of coronavirus, and we would have been in a world of hurt. But I wanted this condo real bad, okay? The interest rate was much higher than the conforming rates right now because condos by design are higher risk. Today, in a coronavirus pandemic-driven industry, prices are falling rapidly in cities all across the country, but particularly in downtown Denver, Colorado, in the Spire building, they're taking a nosedive right now. Why? Because the city ain't cool anymore, man. You know, all the fun reasons why you live in downtown Denver are gone. There's no cool jazz music, right? Basketball literally started up about a month or so ago, and you still can't go see it. They're in the bubble. Right? So all the cool reasons. So I think you're going to see a mass exodus. Now, I wouldn't count cities out. I think they're going to rebound. I think the cultural movement, Jonathan and I share one thing in common. We're both musicians. I think the music movement is going to come back with a vengeance, baby, because a lot of these guys have been stuck in their houses, too, practicing like crazy. Right. Right? And they're going to come back, and you're going to see some cool music hitting the scenes. So I think culture, art, Plays. The Spire Building is also across the street from the theater district in Denver, Colorado, where you could see the likes of Hamilton when it was playing, right? Broadway shows coming in there. It was a really cool reason to be in downtown Denver, and it's all gone. I miss it. I miss it too, man. You know, so that is one thing. You're not necessarily going to get the lowest rate. Just by design, just because they're low doesn't mean everybody qualifies. You've got to make sure your credit's on point, but all the other factors factor in. And I'll also add, does it matter that much? If you're getting a 2.375 rate versus a 3.2% rate, let me tell you, talk to your parents. You're still stealing that money, okay? Rates in the threes are awesome. Honestly, rates in the fours are still pretty awesome. Okay, take advantage of the fact that rates are low across the board, but you may not get the lowest rate of the 2.8 just because it's out there. Myth number two, getting a mortgage today is easy. Mm, No, not exactly. Here's the thing. When it's supply and demand, right? When there's a bunch of free money out there, everybody and their mama's out there trying to get that money, right? So refinances are crazy. I just told you about my buddy waiting two and a half months in underwriting. That's not uncommon anymore, okay? As a mortgage broker, I can tell you our turn times are longer than they've ever been because of just staffing and resources, but I will add that the decline rate's a little higher. It's not as easy because let's face it, the rates are cheap and everybody wants a mortgage right now. Okay, so the the standards have come up a little bit. I am not looking to discourage you. I'm I'm simply letting you know that you got to be on point. Your job history needs to be more stable than ever right now in a pandemic era because the lenders are worried about job stability is one of the primary factors for lending you money over a 30-year period, right? If you got a pretty unstable job history, it's tough to want to put you in a mortgage. Right? If your income goes up and down year by year, or worse still, if you've been negatively impacted by the pandemic, as so many Americans have, it's not going to be that easy to get a mortgage right now. They're genuinely scared to lend this free money out to people who they find to be unstable. Again, not to discourage you, but rather to tell you to get your stuff together. Hi, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. 
One of the things we talk about on the show is the importance of great foreclosure data and helping you to find a great deal on a foreclosure property. But where do you find this data? You're certainly not going to find it on Realtor.com. You can't get it on your local MLS. So we have partnered with data provider Foreclosures.com to get you the latest and greatest in foreclosure listings right there in your local market. These properties are not hit the market in most cases, and when they have been foreclosed, gives you easy access to find out more detail so you can get the best deal on a foreclosure property. Getting started is super easy. Head on out to foreclosuredealscoach.com and click on the link labeled foreclosure list. Enter your zip code for a free seven-day trial of the best foreclosure listing data available in your local market. These properties are not even on the market yet, so you can get a jump on them and get a great deal. Once again, this is Donnie Corm, your foreclosure deals coach. We'll look forward to seeing you there. Get your P's, your I's dotted, your T's crossed, your B's and Q's, everything's lined up. When you go to the mortgage broker, you should be like, hey, here's my tax returns for two years. Here's my pay stubs, right? My credit, I pay my credit on time. My car payment's being made. If you've got some blemish in your credit, let me tell you, it's going to be a lot harder to get a loan. And furthermore, if you're going to the major banking institutions, the Wells Fargo's, the JP Morgan's Chase, they don't want to lend that money out at 2% at all. I don't care what they tell you, right. okay? They have no interest in giving you that money. They can give it on credit cards at 17, 18% interest. Car loans, at, at, which are super cheap right now, are still at 3 to 4%. Right, So they've got much better things to do with that money than lend it to you. So my advice to you on that, because it is harder to get a loan, is you want a mortgage broker, not a mortgage banker. And the difference between the two of those is that the mortgage broker is going to shop your loan to multiple different lenders to try to find you the best deal, whereas the mortgage banker works at the same bank where the money is located. Right, so the Wells Fargo mortgage banker has money there, but they got a ton of rules, a ton of guidelines. It's very difficult to get a loan there, right? So if you're at at all sketchy with the ability to get a mortgage, my advice is go get a mortgage broker. And even if you're ironed out and perfect, you may want to get a broker to look at your loan as opposed to going to get a mortgage banker because it's not easy to get a mortgage today. And to get the best rates, you must be competitive. There's no no way around it. Number three. Everyone should refinance their mortgage. Well, maybe, all right? If you've got a really high interest rate of 5 6 7%, first of all, where have you been for the past two to three years? You need to be paying attention, right? right? Yeah. Secondly, um, yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense if you've got a really high rate. If you have a, a average rate, if you're in the threes or fours right now, it kind of depends, right? It, because there's a lot of upfront costs when you refinance. The article explains that you have fees amounting from 2% to up to 6% of your loan amount. Okay, I don't know what mortgage broker is charging 6% to do a refinance, but don't pay that. <laughs> Right? Look at your truth in lending. It discloses what your fees are. You should be somewhere between, I'd say, 2% of the loan balance, maybe 3 if there's some sketchiness on your credit. It does make sense for certain people to refinance, to go from a higher rate to a lower rate. But you've got to add up what the cost savings is monthly and find out how long it's going to take to get where you are rate-wise to where you're going and what the fees are, how long the payoff's going to be. Okay, If it's going to be longer than you're probably going to live in the house, right? If the payoff is like seven, eight years, and you're pretty sure you're going to move in three years, then don't do it, 
right? You've got to calculate what the cost of doing it. Just because rates are low doesn't mean it's a good idea. And I see a lot of people who were in like the threes, three and a half percent, because out, you know, two years ago, the three and a half percent rate was incredible, right? Who are now getting down to 2.75. It's like, I got to do it. It's below 3%. No, not if your payback's going to take you 10 years, right? Right? Mortgage, a lot of less than scrupulous mortgage lenders don't care. They just want your money, right? So at the end of the day, they'll re you come in and ask for a refinance because sure. you want to go to half percent. They're going to do it. Come on, man. Let's do right? it. Right? But that doesn't mean it's good for you. you got to add up the payback and do the actual calculation. If you need help with that, join up with the group. Post your mortgage scenario. Let's talk about what the best loan amount is. Yeah, we talk about foreclosures here and buying real estate, but it's the whole package. In our coaching program, we go over finding it funding it, the right loan, right? Fixing it and flipping it. All four parts, all covered right inside our Foreclosure Deals Coach Insiders group and in very great detail when you become a coaching client. But don't not everyone necessarily should refinance. You want to really evaluate all the scenarios to make sure refinancing is good for you. Next up, you can apply for a mortgage after you found a home. Honestly, that, that right now is quite possibly the dumbest myth of all of them, okay? <laughs> okay. If, you were, if you're out there looking for a property in a super hot market like Denver, Colorado Springs, Colorado, et cetera, and you find your dream house and you think the seller who's got 30 people waiting to see that property is going to wait for you to find your mortgage broker and get your prequal letter, you've lost your mind. Okay. And the house. And the, and the house. Okay. You need to get pre-approval more so now than ever in the history of the real estate market. And today, you need to be hardcore pre-approved. And I got to be frank with you. As a guy who flips a lot of properties, you need to be pre-approved with a lender we like. All right, okay. because if you're looking at USAA, God bless them, they're super good at insurance, but they're terrible at mortgages. Even some of the large national brokers, Quicken, things like that, a lot of times you will lose that deal just on the basis of using the wrong lender. Okay, so not only do you have to get pre approved, but you got to get pre approved with a well known lender. How do you find out? Well, hopefully, your agent's got some knowledge on that. If not, you're going to have to ask around, man. You got to find out who the preferred lenders are in your town. Just having a pre qual letter ain't going to cut it anymore, guys. Right? And if you are now house shopping today, you're out there looking for a property, you better have that pre approval letter on hand, like dead serious, like in your email, ready to submit with your offer. Because if you need to wait even a few minutes to get an offer in, there's a good shot you'll be outbid before you get that pre-approval submitted. Okay? It's a bidding war. I've seen absolute fist fights on lawns in front of properties <laughs> with people trying to get a house because it's so scarce out there. Okay? It's, it's real. It's happening. The market is nuts right now. Don't wait to apply before. You need to be very calm. Don't get in fist fights, right? Yeah. Decide what your asking price is going to be. Have your agent submit your offer for you and submit it with a solid pre-approval letter if you've got any shot of getting a house, much less a deal. Because if you're shopping for a deal as other investors show up, right? And they not only have, they've got cash lined up or private funding or a hard money lender. I gotta be frank with you. I feel bad for people when I'm out looking at properties and I see a young, cute couple trying to buy their first house. This is such a great deal. And I'm going, you have no chance right now. <laughs> uh, uh, you're so, you're so sweet. You're, you're, you're a cute couple. Go home. Uh. Go home. Go find a normal house. You can't compete with me, right? <laughs> my my offer is going to show up faster, better, and I can close next week. 
Okay, that, that's just reality. So if you want to be at all competitive, you need to have a solid pre-approval, right? You need to make sure you can close two to three weeks. These lenders are super busy right now. They're trying to stretch these closing out 30 to 45 days because they're busy. Resist that. Tell your lender up front, I need to know if you can close fast, okay? Because you only have a shot at getting these deals as a retail buyer if you are able to close extremely fast with little hassle as possible. Your competition has already done that, ladies and gentlemen. They've already set themselves up for success. You don't want to be the guy who gets late to the party, okay? Do not apply for a mortgage after you found the house. Actually, don't even, if you've already found the house, it's gone. Forget it, okay? If you, before you go shopping, Get your pre-approval letter going and have that in your email ready to submit to your agent with your offer instantaneously. And this was my favorite, okay? Myth number five is mortgage forbearance means you don't even have to pay back your loan. I mean, how awesome is that? You can get pre-approved for a loan right now and then never pay those dudes back. And Listen, here's the thing, Okay. Mortgage forbearance is going to put the loan off for a while. And in addition to what we talked about in a previous episode where interest rates will drive us into a foreclosure market, mortgage forbearance will be leading the charge of that. It'll be part of that problem as well. Okay. There's a bunch of people who decided that they weren't going to have to make their mortgage payment for a while because, hey, man, coronavirus, right? Coronavirus. I don't have to pay. Well, here's the thing. It just for a time. A little bit. It's for a time, okay? Eventually, you are going to have to pay the piper, okay? And I would tell you that if you're getting a new mortgage, they're not going to put you in forbearance at all, right? If you're closing in a post-coronavirus era, by the time you're hearing this, if you think you're going to get a loan and not have to make payments because of the coronavirus, you're wrong. And I'm telling you that right now. They are setting up stuff on these new mortgages. I've seen them in there where they are covering themselves saying that you will, you are not privy to this whole forbearance thing we're doing. You are a new mortgage and you know what you're getting into. And if you don't know what you're getting into, then you need to not take this mortgage, okay? So there's gonna be a lot less forgiving going forward. And I can tell you, post-election season, there'll be no forbearance at all, right? So I, I do not think this thing is going to last. The mortgage brokers are suffering and guys with money do not like to suffer, right? They will set up rules to make sure their suffering is limited and they will pass that suffering on to somebody else. That's how they're wired. Okay. And my bottom line is a lot of people, you know, your buddy right now has got a house. He hasn't made a payment for six months. So you're thinking you're going to buy a house and go into forbearance immediately. I would not try that. It will not work out. Okay. And if it does work out, it will be to your peril because you're going to be one of those foreclosure guys that we're buying the house from cheap later on. Okay. Don't, don't do that to yourself. If you're in a stable financial position right now, buy a house. If you're not, if you're worried about your financial stability at the moment, I know we talk about buying deals all the time, but it's not a good deal if you can't make the payment, right, period. So make sure you're stable, job's feeling good, and if you're not feeling stable, hold out for a bit, man. Again, it's a great time to buy if you can find a deal, but there aren't a ton of deals. There are going to be a ton of deals when the market starts to shift the other direction, so there's no hurry. Wait and find yourself a great deal. If it takes a little bit longer to find a deal and your economic stability is not there, I would highly advise you to wait it out. You know, I just think you're going to be in a better position if you wait till you know for certain you're stable. You know, and that's it, guys. There's five mortgage myths that honestly are just, they're completely untrue and that a lot of people are out operating with, but we are here to educate and to entertain, 
right? And hopefully you get a kick out of the show and we try to keep it energetic and fun, but I hope you're learning something too because the mortgage market is changing before our eyes. And right now rates are low, rates will go up and things will change again. But as it sits today, the myth out there that everybody's getting cheap free money is completely wrong. And if you go out there, you're going to find that out for yourself. Okay. So act act correctly. Keep yourself in line and don't believe the hype. The mortgage is out there. There's some great programs out there, but you do have to be qualified and not everybody's going to get one and you're going to have to make your payments, right? Don't, Don't believe the hype that the forbearance will protect you. It will not. With that, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach, thanking you for tuning in and reminding you now and always, don't buy a house, buy a deal. Want more of the Foreclosure Deals Coach? Hit subscribe and stay tuned for more of the mindset, methodology, and tools you'll need to invest in foreclosures. Visit foreclosuredealscoach.com and text DEAL to get a list of foreclosures in your area.